From the PSIA AASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and First Chair brought to you by GEICO. PSIA AASI members, head on over to thesnowpros.org, click on Shop, click on Pro Offers, and you're going to see the GEICO Gecko. Click there, and you will see how much more you could save with a special discount on your auto insurance. And tonight, it is Last Call with Chris Rogers. Chris, great to have you on. Hey, George. How are you doing? Doing really well. What a great week it's been in Boulder. It's been in the 70s, and I'm just loving it. Yeah, it's been nice soaking up the uh, these last couple weeks of, of real summer. I think you know it's looking like a good uh, good start to the season with snow on Quandary Peak, but um, we're still getting those nice 70 and 80 degree temps and plenty of time for days on the lake. And speaking of days on the lake, uh, you and I did a, a show on SUP, SUP, and uh, kind of not really following it up, but you, you've been learning another water sport. Yeah, I, um, you know, one of PSI Aussie's official suppliers, Slingshot, um, is one of the first companies to um, get into the hydrofoil market. So they're, they're making um, hydrofoils for kiteboarding, they're working on a stand-up paddleboarding hydrofoil, and then um, one of their, their new products is what they call the wake foil, or the wake foiler, and um, it's basically a uh, surf like a wake surfboard with a hydrofoil mounted to the bottom of it and, and there's only a couple of companies making these and um you know you get behind the boat and uh and end up kind of flying through the air uh right above the water it's it's a whole different sport it's amazing now can you kind of get in and describe what the foil actually is yeah so um you know if you think about a wing uh, like an airplane wing mounted to a two-foot mast but pointed down uh, below a surfboard. Um, and then the wing is basically in the water. And as you accelerate, um, you are generating lift using that wing. And, and it actually starts to push up on the surfboard, lifting you up into the air. Um, and so as you learn to control the balance, you're able to ride this thing um, up above the water. And uh, Slingshot system is actually, a, it's like a learn to wake foil package. And there's a, an e-learning um video that you watch uh, kind of whole course on, on what you need to know before you get out there and then some of the basic skills. And then it includes two masts. So you start out with a, um, a shorter mast that's a little bit easier to learn on. You're not quite as far out of the water, so the, the falls are a little more forgiving. And then once you're feeling comfortable on that, you switch to a 24-inch mast. And so then you're able to get almost two feet out of the, out of the uh, water on, on this wake foil. Does this actually feel kind of like you're flying over the water? It must be a really odd sensation in a good way. It is a crazy sensation, George. I, I honestly, there's not much to compare it to. Um, the closest I've gotten is, you know, if you think about that, the perfect pow day where you had like, I don't know, maybe a foot of a little bit heavier, wetter snow, um, followed by a foot or two of that really light kind of blower, um, you know, extra soft, dry snow. And so you've got that that little bit of texture underneath. So you're not just riding on the crust, but you've got that blower snow up on you. You know, you kind of feel like you're floating. Um, and that's kind of the best way I've described it. The other, the other one is anyone that's watched back to the future. Um, and, uh, and Marty gets on the, uh, Marty gets on the hoverboard and goes across the water. Like that's honestly what's in your head when you're on this thing is you're, you're picturing yourself as Marty McFly cruising across, um, the pond in a, in a, uh, on a hoverboard like you you really are flying and, and it's so it, there's like this tie to, to snowboarding and, and skiing pow um but mentally like it is like nothing else you've ever done like the sensation really is 
flying right above the water on a on a surfboard. Now, what led you to try this? So, um, I've been getting out on the lake and kind of uh, learning to wake surf in the last couple of years. In addition to doing a, a bunch of Santa Paolo, um, I I really I, I always liked surfing. Um, I've got a bit of a bad shoulder, and it's it's always been harder for me to catch waves. Like I just don't surf enough to be really good at it. Um, and but I love surfing. You know, once I get up on a wave. Um, I, I love the, the sensation of surfing. And, um, so I also spent a lot of time in the lake in Alaska growing up wakeboarding and, you know, spent time in, in the water. And, uh, a couple of years ago, a friend, uh, kind of introduced me to wake surfing where the boat's putting out enough wake that you can ride a small surfboard right behind the boat on the wave. And so, you know, when you get good enough, you can drop the rope and actually fully surf that wave, um, and get kind of uh, pushed by the wave rather than pulled by the boat. And, and that's been really cool. And, um, so I was looking at slingshot because, you know, because they're one of our partners and, and we get a pretty good, um, deal with them. I was looking to buy a, a surf, uh, a new wake surfboard this, uh, this spring. And I stumbled across, uh, the, this hydrofoil setup and, um, you know, started watching some of the videos and, and the, the whole concept just kind of fascinated me. And so, you know, I ended up, um, talking to them and, and, uh, picked up one of these, one of these setups to, to really go through the process. And it's, it's been really interesting because we are as an organization are just really starting to get into the e-learning side of things and starting to produce our own content for e-learning. Um, and this company is doing the same thing. Slingshot has put together this whole, um, kind of foiling Academy, the wake foil Academy. They have one for kite foiling and they're going to do one for stand up paddleboard that, kind of takes you through, through those basics. So when you get out on the water with the wake foil, you've already seen all of the steps that you need. You know, you kind of know what to expect. And, you know, that idea of priming for knowledge transfer is something I'm really passionate about. So it's been really fun going through it as a first timer for me um, and, and learning this, you know, as just the same way that we're now gearing up to teach people to ski and snowboard with that same concept of kind of the pre-course before you get on snow. You're listening to First Chair, Last Call with Chris Rogers. First Chair brought to you by Geico for the month of August. We're talking about learning how to wake foil. Now, e-learning, I'd like to get into that some with you, Chris. What's it like? I mean, you did have a background in wakeboarding, you said. So looking at this, you did have a leg up on someone like me who has never done anything like that. When you're watching a video, how do you then... is it difficult to take what you've seen on video and transfer it out into the real world? Definitely. Um, I mean, I think there's, there's always going to be that actual physical learning curve. I don't think, you know, even, even when you look at like the far end of e-learning with, with possible virtual reality add-in um, components, I, I think we're always going to have that, that first timer experience of when you actually physically do it. But I do think there is, um, you know, that, that concept of priming for knowledge transfer that, that you've seen it once, you know what to expect. I mean, if, if you imagine um, somebody coming from, from somewhere where, they, where they've never seen snow coming out for a first time lesson and that, and then, you know, their sister or brother who watched the video and knows what to expect when those two kids get on snow, their experience is going to be different because the one was primed. They understand what it's going to look like. Whereas the first kid is still, kind of like blown away, amazed by their surrounding. And, and same thing, if, if you've watched the progression and, and have seen what it is you're going to need to do the next week or the, you know, whenever it is that you're then out there and the instructor's there hands-on, it's going to be easier, even if you haven't experienced it. 
another thing I think that comes in, you know, even if you've never wakeboarded or wake surf before, there's going to be some basics you're going to have to learn how to get up on a, on a surfboard behind a boat, you know, how to get up on a wakeboard. Um, there's some fundamentals you're going to have to have to go through for sure. But the sensation of balance, and we, you know, we talked about this on the slingshot um, uh, paddleboard article in 32 degrees, as well as on our podcast, there's, there's all of these balancing movements that transfer between sports um, and the, the sensations that transfer between sports and the, you know, the physics that are the same carving on skis and carving on a snowboard is doing the same thing. You're, you're making different movements. You're making different, um, you're, you're applying your movements to the equipment slightly different, but the physics of the turn are the same. And so when you, you know, as somebody who skis down snowboards, when I put a, a pair of skis up on edge and, and rail through a carb, like it's, it's the same thing I'm doing on a snowboard. It's just different body movement to achieve that. And I think, so I think the same thing comes into a sport like hydrofoiling that is nothing like anything I've ever done before. And yet you pick up these little pieces like, Oh, this is like wakeboarding. No, this is like surfing. Oh, this feels like snowboarding or, you know, like, Oh, if I balance this way, you know, all of those things tie together. And so, you know, anyone with some kind of athletic background could definitely learn to wake flow. It's just going to be those different levels of expertise. You know, if, if you and I were to go out, I put you on a wake surfboard and teach you to get up on the wake surfboard before we add in the complexity of the hydrofoil. Now, how quickly did you pick it up? Um, so was out with a couple other, uh, snowboard instructors from, from Dale and, uh, and good friends of mine, um, Dave Wilson and, and, um, Reed Silverman. And, uh, the three of us just, uh, you know, watched the videos and, um, got out behind the boat and, you know, pretty much jumped right in. And, uh, all three of us were able to get up on the foil that first day. And, you know, so you kind of, you stand up on it and it's just like, it's just this like kind of mini surfboard and you're standing up on the surfboard and the surfboard's on top of the water and you're moving at about 10 miles an hour. And this is one of the really nice things is with both wake surfing and wake foiling, you're moving at a slower speed. So, you know, everyone pictures their, their falls that they remember from um, maybe water skiing or wakeboarding where you're moving 30 miles an hour. This is definitely a slow speed sport and the water's still soft when you hit it. So you have that going for you. But you, you get up out of the water and you're on top of the board and you're moving like 10 miles an hour. And initially you're keeping your weight kind of forward on the front foot and the board's going to stay down. It's not going to start flying right away. And so you kind of find the balance and you make a couple little turns. And then as you lean back, um, it starts to engage the foil and the board will lift out of the water a little bit. And so obviously, and the, you know, and that's just terrifying. Like the first couple of times it starts to lift, you just like, everyone has a massive grin on their face and immediately put your weight on the front foot and it dives back in the water. And then, um, you know, and then you kind of do it again and do it again. And, um, you know, so yeah, in that first day we were all able to get up, um, and surf, uh, not necessarily surf, but get up on the foil and ride the foil for a short time period. And then we went out again the next day and, um, and did it again for a little bit and then put the longer mast on. And that definitely, um, amplifies the, uh, the learning curve a little bit and we might've switched to the longer mast a little early, but we were also, you know, three guys on a boat and kind of, uh, pushing, chomping in the bit a little bit. Um, and then last weekend we got out again and, um, and I, that was really where we saw it start to click, like all of those movements, the muscle memory, the, the understanding of, of how it was working. Um, and I think, uh, we were all starting to, to ride it more where you're riding the foil versus jumping between the foil and the, and the board. So you have these, like you get up on the foil and then it drifts for a little bit and then drops back down. And as you 
start to refine those movements, you're able to to manage that fore and aft pressure and and keep the board at, at different heights along the mast, but keep it in the in the air. So you're you know the foil staying engaged more of the time. Um, and I think on last weekend, I, I think I had a ride that was maybe two or three minutes where where I was up on the foil the whole time. And um, and it's just it's just such a cool feeling. Like you just have this um, totally different sensation than, than anything else we're doing. And, and yeah, you know, kind of reminds me. It's like the surfing equivalent of, of riding powder. And as we've talked about before, learning something new definitely gives you more empathy for your students and can help you become a better teacher. I think it's one of the things that really separates great teachers is, is they continue to seek out new ways to make themselves a learner again. And, you know, it's been such a big theme for the, the national team this year, um, as well as for the organization, just that idea of lifelong learning that, um, you know, that we're going to seek out new things and, and continue to improve ourselves. And that might be looking at new people skills. It might be, um, you know, adventuring into new sports like this. And, you know, I look forward to seeing what, what Slingshot cranks out next and, you know, what the next, the next new board I try out or, you know, the new snow, the next new snowboard shape or, you know, some new innovation with skis. Um, anytime where we can get ourselves back into that learner mode and, and yeah, you empathize, empathize with your students. Um, you can experience some of what's changing in learning theory. I mean, if you think back to when you learned how to ski, it's it's very different, likely very different than how we teach skiing now. Um, but you can't ever go back and experience that first time anymore. So, you know, doing something else where um, where you can experience those teaching moments again, and then like, oh, I want to use this, and next time I teach this lesson, you know, all of those all of those components. It's what makes us great teachers. It's what makes us good coaches and good clinic leaders. Is that that passion for exploring new things and and uh yeah i'm just really excited to have to have uh, gotten to try this as as a new thing this summer chris rogers always a pleasure visiting with you thanks very much thank you george um what are we talking about next weekend well next week i think we're going to be addressing that we're less than 100 days away from opening day for a lot of areas it's like we're further away from last winter than we are to the approaching winter yeah, it's coming in hot. You know, we're getting getting little dustings of snow. Um, we used to in Alaska, we used to call it termination dust. It's kind of the the, the end of summer, and you know, I think we still got plenty of summer left. Like I said earlier, but it's definitely uh, starting to smell that bite in the air, and and can can feel the the season coming on. And um, yeah, we'll be on snow before you know it. So maybe we'll jump into some uh, some thoughts on getting ready for the season, kind of back to ski school um, season thoughts. Look forward to it. Thank you very much, Chris. Sounds good. Talk to you later, George. Last call with Chris Rogers on First Chair and First Chair brought to you by Geico for the month of August. Head on over to thesnowpros.org. Click on Shop. Click on Pro Offers. You'll see the Geico Gecko pop up. Click on that, and that will take you to a page where you can see just how much more you could save with a special discount on your auto insurance. From the PSIA AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.